All right, hello and welcome. We're live with Future Tech Chat. My name is Rob Attrell. As you can see on my nice little graphic here, uh, this week we'll be talking about tablet computers. Uh, it's a big uh, party here this week on Future Tech Chat. I got three people sitting with me. Uh, first up, Amon Bashir, how you doing? Doing well. Good. I, um, I like to see that you got some nice healthy breakfast going on. Got some oatmeal. How do you like them apples? Yeah. Apple, apple cinnamon too. <laughs> We've <laughs> <laughs> also got Keegan on here. How you doing, Keegan? Doing great. Good. I'm glad to see you're not wearing pants. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, after a huge, huge vacation, Nick Maddox is finally back. How are you doing, Nick? Doing well. Happy to be back. I'm glad to see that your rehab has finally gotten you to a situation where you can sit in front of a camera. <laughs> Yeah, well, like, the whole, like, not being high on painkillers is a factor, too. Yeah, but that would just make it more fun for me. Oh, I, it really wouldn't. It was just <laughs> me sitting there being like, I just, like, what's going on? Like, um, <laughs> oh, hey, man, like, you're still here. That's awesome. Yeah, I'll just, I'm going to, like, close my eyes for a minute. Just keep talking, though. <laughs> no one in the room. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch that as the entire video log, like as the entire yeah. episode. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I should have done that. That's it. Next time. Longtime viewers of the show will note that I actually said that Nick got mauled by a bear. That's not the case. He actually just broke his hip. No bears involved. <laughs> that being said, uh, today we're talking about tablet computers, not about Nick. So first up, I want to know if uh, you, if any of you have used tablets, and if so, whether you liked the experience. I want to start with you, Nick. I have used tablets, um, exclusively Android. Yep. At first, like they have, it was when they recently came out with the like the three button button buttons being back, home, and switching. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was just horrible the first time I saw it, but having gotten used to it, I like it a lot. That's good. So you don't have one, but you've used them? Yes. Okay. How about you, Keegan? Uh, yeah, we bought um, a BlackBerry Playbook from some employee discount that our friend had. And okay. we used that. And then um, in, in schools now, especially primary schools, they have um, iPads. Uh, we use them a lot. Sweet. And uh, so comparing those two, which do you prefer? iPad. Yeah, I, I didn't know if I was supposed to be neutral about it. But no. the, the black book is um, rectangular piece of garbage. Yes. I would agree with you. I've, I've never actually, well, I've used them very briefly, but yeah, it's not great. Yeah. And uh, how about you, Oman? I, I have very limited experience, but I have uh, I've used uh, one of the Galaxy tabs, and I've also used uh, I think it's iPad two. But beyond that, uh, not a whole lot. I don't I don't have a preference myself. I like for me, I get the whole thing about you know the uh, Apple products as a whole and, and sort of the compatibility between the three of them or or the ability to sync a lot of things. But uh, but no, I mean. I don't own one. I I don't really see myself buying one, but I, I enjoyed my experience. Okay, good. 
Well, you you say that your phone is your tablet. That's not what I say. Because uh, <laughs> you've got really, really good vision, and so it's it looks like it's a giant screen. Honestly, I mean, you have to keep in mind, I'm coming from Motorola Razor before I got this, <laughs> this phone. So this is my uh, this is my tablet. It does everything I need to do. Who needs a big screen? <laughs> well, that's, that's what we're going to talk about today. I'm excited. <laughs> so I want to start because I think this is an interesting movement, tablets in schools. And Keegan, you mentioned that you have used them in that setting. Yeah. So how how do you think that goes? Like, how, how do the students react to using tablets and being allowed to use computers in the classroom? Yeah, kids are very, uh, very open and very receptive to the, the tablet because I, I think they... They, they know them from home, they know them from, or the similar technology using their, their parents' phones, their iPods or iPads at home. Uh, kids are very familiar with it, and, um, and so it, it's, as an educator, it's good to, um, we can use it as an incentive for them to do other work, and then we get some time with the iPads, or you can also use it as a teaching resource themselves. Like, the, the kids will look up um, stuff for projects on iPads. It's nice having this the internet at their at their hands if they ever need to look anything up. It helps to, to build them. Uh, it helps their inquiry. I guess. I guess that uh, when you, if you're used to it, because like personally, I've had a tablet for several years now, and if when it comes to like just having it next to you to look stuff up really quickly, mm-hmm. I can imagine it'd be invaluable to have it during school. I didn't really have it. I had it a bit for my masters, but I didn't have one. They weren't really popular before, yeah. or at least iPads weren't. Um, iPads actually my second tablet. I had a, a very new, like a 2003 edition uh, PC tablet. I love that. And that thing, that thing was a dream to be honest. I really enjoyed using it, but it was beautiful. <laughs> it was beautiful. That that was the first one. That was the one I actually used in class. I actually. Got, uh, for those of you, I, mean, I think all of you have at least heard the story, at least most of it, but I was scammed out of it when I was trying to sell it on eBay. I ended up sending it to New Orleans and never got any money for it. Oh, no. Real. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's not to say... It, it's interesting how um, a classroom with iPads changes the, the dynamic of a room where the teacher uh, becomes less of a center, the central figure of knowledge, mm-hmm. and more just a moderator of knowledge. Where the, so the kids aren't just coming back and forth asking you um, questions. They they can look stuff up, and then you kind of have to circulate and and make sure they're using them appropriately, and making sure they're finding the right kind of information. And so it's interesting how it kind of changes how how information is transmitted and the, and the type of information that kids are are receiving. Right. But that seems like a good thing, inherently. Yeah, it is, yeah. It's fun. Good. Information for children in schools? That <laughs> sounds like a good idea. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah. I really, um, yeah, in terms of education, the, the tablet that I had, the Windows one, had a pen and it, like, I, I took notes, and I, I didn't take notes at all during school. I really didn't like it writing them down, but because I felt like I was never going to look at them again, but when I was writing them into a computer, I sort of felt like they had more permanence to them. Yeah. Like, I have... 
it's just an excuse to use a, a fun technology too. I, I think kids are very attracted to that kind of novelty. Yeah. Um, so it just kind of uh, encourages them to record space. Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't suppose either of you. I mean, you guys have used Amon and Nick have used computers, laptops in in terms of school and university. Um, do you feel like compared to high school? having a laptop, because I'm assuming neither of you had one before university, do you feel like that changed education for you? Did it, like having a, a laptop in class, did that, was that different than just sitting in high school class trying to learn from the teacher alone? Absolutely. I don't, like, for me personally, the, like, pounding out notes is just so much easier on a laptop or something like that just instead of actually scrawling. Right. Unless, you know, it's, like, organic, where you have to draw a lot of shapes and stuff like that. Another uh, instance where a tablet with a pen would have come in handy. Indeed, that is true. <laughs> but, I, like, even then, you can type a whole, lot a whole lot faster than you can write. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, for me, it depends on the subject. I mean, if it is just typing, like, uh, almost having the, the prof dictate whatever, the, the whole course and just typing it out, I mean, that that would be really easy for for, for the laptop, but I, I actually, for my entire undergrad, I really, really brought my laptop to school, and it was just that it was easier for me to scroll down my notes, and then, uh, and then it was sort of my style to go back home and almost retype them, because I know that, I mean, you, whether they're typed or whether they're written, I knew that I only wanted to like, if I didn't do anything with those notes in the next 24 hours, I pretty much was not going to do anything with those notes. So what I would do is I'd go home and almost, like, make a, you know, make an electronic copy. So so for me, I don't know if there's a huge added benefit. The whole thing, though, is that if, if you guys, well, you guys know me well enough that I, I go on random tangents. So when I, uh, when I start thinking about a certain topic and I just want to know, okay, well, where did we come to get that? It was really cool to, to have that at my hands in the middle of class while still listening and things like that. So it's just like the, the supplementary information I have. But in terms of bringing uh, uh, the laptop just for notes, I, yeah, I, I don't know if I did that a whole lot. But, uh, yeah, anyway. I noticed, uh, and this is something that I didn't even consider when we first, until we got to just now, um, I know, Amon, you and I had some classes where the teacher had a tablet and was using it to teach, yeah. uh, especially for organic chemistry, where they were drawing reactions and drawing mechanisms. Uh, I guess, Nick, you had the same thing. I guess. <clears throat> the exact <laughs> class you're describing, yeah, I, I might have taken that. I, I don't remember you. To be honest, Nick, it's all a blur. But... Um, I thought that was really that was really handy, especially when they had one and I had the same thing that we were able to draw them out together. Um, I know that was a huge thing, a huge help for me in organic chem, having somebody actually drawing out what you needed to do live, as opposed to just seeing it on uh, on a PowerPoint slide. <clears throat> Nick, I don't know if you felt the same way. I agree wholeheartedly. I, I forgot that you were like, a chemist there briefly. Yeah. <laughs> It's corrosion, Rob. It's not that far removed. Well, no, um, I get that. <laughs> no, uh, like it's 
it's like doing math instruction on a blackboard, I think. Like, you're more involved in the logical process from actually drawing it out in real time and talking about it as you draw it out. But, like, instead of, you know, moving variables and exponents and stuff like that, you're moving electrons and changing molecules. Yeah. And there was always a value in math class of people of drawing out the equations, and I think that would have been helped by uh, by having it digitized. I just think it, it makes it easier to to keep that information as opposed to just having to erase it at the end of the day. Yeah. Have you, Keegan, have you ever uh, been in a school or tried one of the smart boards? Yeah, it was, it was big in our um, teaching, in, during my teaching degree. We, we uh, got a lot of practice with smart boards. And then um, one of my placements, we had a smart board. And it's, uh, yeah, it's really fun. It's just, a smart board is just pretty much a giant tablet mounted on a wall. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a really neat Technology and bring up websites and play games. I use it mostly to play games with uh, with classes. Yeah, I mean that's its main that's its main draw is the fact that you can play games with it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you, and you can put like lessons up. Uh, I, I I know a teacher who's very uh, tech savvy and and he would always um, he put his lesson plans up there or he he put his like he'd have his whole day in a slideshow. Um, and so he would just like click through from period to period what they're doing. Um, yeah, it's just a really efficient, uh, efficient way. I think it, it benefits teachers more than anyone, uh, more than more than kids, anyways. In terms of, uh, it eliminates a lot of your prep time, writing and racing. Things. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, that's really cool. I, yeah, I I didn't even really consider that because I've never taught, but yeah. that's definitely how I would do it too. I know a girl who didn't, or oh, so they have on the smart boards. They have um, these things that look like dry erase markers, yeah. but they're colored the same way. But they're actually just they're smart board markers where they don't actually write unless the smart board's on, you know, and it writes on the screen kind of thing. Right. Uh, but uh, I know a girl in one of her placements where she grabbed a real dry erase marker. Started like writing all over the, the smart board, and the kids were like, "No!" <laughs> I don't know what happened actually. I think they cleaned it off. Maybe not. Well, Amon, you—I don't know if you've actually seen this, but we have smart boards at work. I have seen those. Yeah. For for training for classes, and I think, like from what I've seen, I've seen them used very briefly. But it, yeah, it's really, it's really nice to have that ability. And even though people probably don't use it as much as they could or, or as they should. Uh, I really like the concept of being able to learn by having someone actually... I don't know I don't know why I favor digital so much over analog, but being able to just see things live digitally makes me feel way better. Well, I think that's kind of the age we're in too, right? I mean, look about look, look around at, at everything we're surrounded with. And uh, I mean, the other thing is that you know, I think gone are the days where you just sit and listen, and you know, a lot of people are visual learners, and you want to be able to have that. But I mean, it's not necessarily practical to have a blackboard in every single room, especially at work, for example, right? So it's just it's the flexibility of bringing that device around, and it's uh, it, again, there there's there's obviously a lot of added benefit to having something that you can store or, or what. Sure. Cool. Yeah, I mean, 
I guess we'll move on to the next point now. I, I, there's a few things that I want to talk about about tablets and um, giant tablets for education are, are awesome, but um, another thing I want to talk about is something that Amon, you first put me on, the idea of a phone being a tablet. And your, your phone's actually fairly small in the scale of things, but there are phones that get up to like six and a half to seven inches. Not that size matters. <laughs> no, not at all. It's absolutely what you do with it. <laughs> that's, that's what I've heard. <laughs> um, I know for me, I there's a very huge difference between what a cell phone is and what a tablet is for me. And um, as soon as it stops fitting in your pocket, to me, that's a that's a tablet. And it's it's not something that I want to carry around with me if I couldn't fit it easily in my pocket. Uh, the point that even the like the Nexus 5 is what, 5-inch screen? It, that's starting to blur the line for me. The point that it, I felt very uncomfortable having it in my pocket. I don't know how you guys feel the same way. You guys all use Android phones yeah. that are all across the board quite a bit bigger than iPhones. There's I, no... I, sorry? I, I actually want a bigger phone. Like, this is my phone now. The yeah. Nexus 4. But, um... Yeah, I, and I know I, I hear people not wanting big phones, but I would like a tablet-esque phone. I think that would be really neat. Um, just because I think, for me anyways, a tablet doesn't have enough utility on its own for me to, for it to be a good purchase for me, just because I could do a lot of stuff, the same stuff with my computer. Um, but if I had a phone that just was a little bit bigger, uh, could watch t I could watch Netflix on it, or I could play games more easily on it. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've always, I sort of, I want to say grew up, but I grew up technologically having them as two totally separate things, and so I've always had completely different uses for phones versus a tablet. Right. So to the point that I wouldn't want, like, I like having my phone small because it means I can take it anywhere and it not get in the way, but I like when I'm rooted or when I'm sitting doing something, I like to have the big, like the big screen that's so big that it doesn't fit anywhere near a pocket. Mm. And uh, so maybe I'm alone on that, but I don't know. Obviously, uh, Amon and Nick, you guys haven't bought tablets, so obviously you, you don't feel for you that there's a compelling enough case to have two separate things. You're gonna stick with having a larger sized, like four to five inch screen phone. I know. I know you found Amon. I was going to say Amon. You can, you can jump in, but I have something to say as well. Uh, well, okay. Uh, yeah. I. Uh, yeah. Again, I guess I'm going to echo some of Keegan's statements there in terms of like for me. I mean, I don't need that extra little device because I mean, I I think I think everything that I need to do on a tablet I can do on 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 my phone. And I understand the value of having that large screen for whatever reason, but I mean, you're zooming in if you really need to see anything. But as a comparison, when I was going through school, I was watching like uh, for um, I don't know for for study breaks or whatever. I was watching like quick thirty minute episodes or whatever on on this. <laughs> <laughs> so clearly, uh. so the size of the screen doesn't matter a whole lot because I'm just going to focus on it. But then there's that whole concept of you know. 
you start off with this, and then you get used to something a bit bigger, and then you can't go back because now that I've watched you know sort of widescreen things on my phone and larger, larger episodes or, or, or resolutions, I guess I uh, I can't go back to this. But <laughs> but that's kind of that's kind of the concept. So I mean, if maybe if I got used to to, to watching things on an iPad or on a tablet as well, of any kind. It would be like, okay, well, this is what I'm used to, and this is how I want to watch things. But for me, I'm like, anything that I want to do on a tablet, I can do on a phone. And if I want to watch something, I'm just going to go to a, to a TV. Like, I I don't do the in-between. <laughs> Fair enough. How about you, Nick? You had uh... I, I could actually see using a tablet. Like, there are times when I'll be sitting there. It's usually when I, I'm thinking of a video or something like that that I want to watch. And I'll be like, well, I don't really want to watch it on my phone because it's small, but laptop's all the way over there. I don't <laughs> want to get up and go get it. I, like, I could see a tablet being useful in that sort of a scenario as just an in-between, like, thing to pick up and instantly get the content you're looking for in a nice set or a nice format, like a nice big screen. Right. But I just don't see that luxury being worth the current price of tablets. I agree. Uh, I mean, do you guys want to hear... I, I mean, I'd have to come up with it on the top of my head, but like, I, I am easily able to justify... Maybe that's just because I love technology, but I'm easily able to justify the bigger screen. No, Rob. I don't want to hear what you have to say. I didn't come to Future Tech Chat to hear what you think. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> God! No, do go on. Very passionate here. <laughs> I mean, for me, when I'm out on, like, having a night on the town or just whatever, rollerblading... As you do this? Uh, I'm going to have my phone on me. Gallivanting around as you do. Exactly. When I'm at home... I leave my phone wherever I set it, and I grab my tablet, and I have it with me. So unless I need something small, I go for the tablet. So the tablet is my main thing, and if it had if it had unlimited data and a phone number associated with it, I would ditch the phone completely unless I needed a tiny thing, like unless I, need, unless I didn't want the weight of a, of a tablet, because it fills like 95% of my use, whereas the phone is just something that I want compact and fits in my pocket really easily, weighs like 140 grams. Like, I have it with me now, and I'm reading the notes for this episode. It's just so convenient. That's would, fair. Would, you could have, like, a, a phone bowl beside your key bowl. Exactly. I mean... If the if the phone bowl had wireless charging and my phone could do that, I would absolutely do that. Like I tell people not to call me, not just because I hate the phone, but because I'm not gonna have it on me. Like I've, the bank has been, has called me three times in the last week, and I actually need to talk to them. And I'm just like I I didn't get any of the calls because my phone was either on mute or not in arm's reach, and like I didn't get it. There is a solution to that. I, I tried calling, and it was like, oh, leave your name and number, and we'll get back to you in two business days. I don't want to do that. Just keep your phone near you. That would be the solution. 
I don't have a need for it when I'm at home, though. Or you could, like, try and figure out a coding solution or, like... <clears throat> well, the, the solution is don't call me. But... <laughs> it's an unrealistic solution, I think. There are so many. I mean, I guess I could subscribe to Skype and then give people that phone number instead so that it would ring everywhere, because that's all I... I want either Google Voice or I want a phone number that rings all my things. So, Why doesn't the bank understand that I want I want to talk to them, but I don't want them to call me, and I don't want to go into the bank. It's just, why is this so hard? What a life. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine with all of this ridicule. By the way, it doesn't bother me in the slightest. This the whole purpose of this tablet for me is is non-mandatory. I don't. The whole purpose of like ninety percent of the purpose of smartphones and is is non-mandatory. I don't really need to do all the things I do, but I do it because I enjoy them, and so that's why I have a tablet to enjoy technology and to enjoy the internet when I'm at home, when I'm at home and when I'm not needing something compact. So I'm gonna keep doing it. I hope you do. We, we won't stop you. We want you to be happy, Rob. Okay. That uh, that brings me to my next point. <laughs> because we've dwelled on this long enough, and this is still this is another contentious issue, and I want to see where you guys land on it. Um, when it comes to reading, I don't know if it, I don't care if it's books or news. Um, I I hate reading paper. Like I don't I don't. I don't like the way paper feels. My hands are pretty moist, so I tend to like <laughs> I'll ruin the paper and I don't together. I have a lot of fingerprints. <laughs> I don't know why you guys are doing this. Um, I don't like reading on paper. How do you guys feel? Would you rather read digitally or would you rather read actual physical paper? Just from the, I'm not going to talk about the weight or anything. I just want to know how you guys feel about reading words digitally instead of paper. I, I like the feel of my moist hands on paper. <laughs> <laughs> they are. It's true. That's the main reason that I don't like paper. Oh, I I I, I mean I, I like I like them both. I mean like when when it comes to like I mean newspapers for example I don't I don't like that as much because you get all that crap on your hands and stuff but I uh, uh, so and, and the beauty of doing it electronically is that you can move from article to article to article but when I'm reading one text for example a book I would take a real book a physical book over a screen for two reasons first of all it's it's just kind of the act of, of reading it it's a little more comfortable uh, rather than just trying to maneuver whatever you're holding. But the other thing is that I know when I'm reading, it's generally before bed, and and I I don't get tired when I'm reading a screen. In fact, it almost does the opposite. And when I'm reading a book, it really winds me down, and I'm, I'm just kind of you know I'm getting in that zone. I'm getting ready to go to bed, I, and I, I I like I sleep a lot better as well. So it's kind of twofold. Mm -hmm. And again, the moist hands and the pages. You can't you can't you can't beat that. No. For, for me, it's a matter of convenience that I can um, I can kind of download a bunch of stuff and, and read different things 
and switch between um, maybe a textbook that I have to read or a, or a newspaper article. I like having I like having it all in one space and the option to switch between uh, between texts. So you're going digital too? Yeah, yeah. But I don't I don't have one. But right. it doesn't have to be a tablet. It your phone. If you want to I, read on the phone, that's. And, I, and you know, I do do that with my um, like if I have to read some kind of article from like because I'm doing my masters and so if I have to read something, I would like to go outside and, and I've tried it before where I just I download it to my phone and read it but the phone's like way way too small so I should get a tablet actually. This episode is uh it's weighing me. <laughs> the purpose of this episode is to be a sales pitch for you to sell tablets to people. <laughs> Nick, how about you? Uh, I could actually see reading on a tablet very well. Uh, like, I like using my phone for reading, but it's kind of small, so you're limited by screen size. But, uh, and I mean, the, the problem with my moist hands on a little phone screen is the streaks just, you know, <laughs> makes it an awful blurry mess. And, although, like, I really like reading, like, a newspaper or a book. Like, I have no problem with that. Okay. Usually, like, when I'm reading a paper for studies or something like that, though, if I actually want to read it, I need to, like, print it off and take it somewhere else with me. But maybe a tablet would work better. I'm not sure. The, the brilliance... That was very noncommittal. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like you're up for it. The, the beauty, if you could ever bring yourself to go into an Apple store, is that they have a two-week no-nonsense return period. You can do whatever you want. You can smudge up that screen like crazy, and then two weeks later, if you don't like it, you can bring it back. All you gotta do is cross the threshold into the Apple Store. Why don't I just sell my soul, Rob? <laughs> it's it's just so easy. They give Why don't you I just new... shave my face, cut my hair, and get a sex change or something like that, Rob? Why don't I sell out everything that I am? Don't you ever shave that face, Nick? Is that is that all you are? <laughs> Your hair and your soul. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a whole Samson thing I have going on. Yeah, I get that. But I mean, if you want to, like, I read probably ten thousand, twenty thousand words a day, and uh, reading having to carry that much paper around with me does doesn't make any sense. First of all, but I really like being able to like switch between things if I. When I do read books occasionally, I like not having to worry about where it is because it's just digital and it is everywhere with me on all the things that I read, whether it's an ebook or whether it's a PDF or whether it's on the internet. I just I love having it non-tangible so that it's everywhere. The same reason I don't ask people to send me postage anymore. I just get them to send me an email. Like it's just everywhere. But don't call you either, because no, that's just not going to work. Well, because I'm only going to get it on one thing. <laughs> I've tried to be... I've tried to explain this a million ways, and I don't know that people... I, I mean, I'm sure you guys feel the same way. N nobody likes getting phone calls. Who likes getting phone calls? Yeah, I don't. People trying to talk to me, it's the worst. Ugh. <laughs> Nowadays, phone calls, I, I think there are... For me, anyways, they're almost always a bad thing. Yeah. Uh, like a bank yeah. or a telemarketer. Yeah. Or 
my grandma. No, I don't like grandma. I can't just... <laughs> she's the she's the only one. <laughs> but it's definitely because yeah, I, I think calling used to be a lot more common, and now and it used to be like a fifty fifty when you got a phone call. Yeah. That could be a thing or a bad thing. And now it's for me anyways. It's almost always terrible. Yeah. It's it's always like a it's a last minute thing. It's like yeah. okay, I I need to know that uh, somebody needs to know that I'm getting the message right away. But that's what I was doing. Before we move too far on, could we like do a PSA for uh, the program Flux? We can. I mean, it's uh, like. D- does it go on tablets? Is it? Is there a mobile version? Back to reading, right? Sorry. You're bringing it back to reading on the tablet. Yeah, but like, a man or Aman was saying that you know, you could up. it'll. It'll keep you awake at night, and staring at screens actually does, but Flux helps with that. Staring at the blue part of the spectrum yeah. that doesn't let you get to sleep, and Flux, uh, I guess they could be our sponsor for this episode. Uh, I think the, I believe the website is f.lux. Something like that, yeah. And uh, they have a program you download, and I, it's definitely on Android. It's on iOS if you have a jailbroken phone or a tablet. Um, but it's Windows, Mac, Linux. It'll just it'll control the temperature, the color temperature of your screen. So automatically by sunset, when the sun sets, it'll dim the blue part of the spectrum. Uh, and like I, I use this on my laptop and on my desktop, and it does. If you're looking at that screen late at night, it doesn't keep you awake in the same way. It, it lets you sort of wind down with the sun, the way you the way humans were meant to before. Electricity and, and and that worked. Yeah, worked. Ah. At least it take it take a look at it. Flux. It's uh, program. It's been out for a while, and they keep adding better new features and putting it on all the devices that exist. It's quite cool. something. Great pro, great program. They should absolutely pay us. Well. We should get it's free. We should pay them, and then they should pay us back. Why don't you just eat the money? Eat the money. Nope. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm gonna keep the money, but um, I'm gonna talk about it all the time. That's. I don't think they get any advertising or anything for it. There's no ad, ads in the program or anything that like sunrise com- or sunset comes up and it's like, hey, did you know? Now there's this bar opening up. I don't know. It, That'd it, be a great idea. An ad that would be controlled. Like just a little ad that comes up and says, "Hey, now. I see you're being lame and you're on your computer." <laughs> it's, How do you go not... out? <laughs> Stop using this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the other thing, on the same lines as reading, I want to talk about. Um, I guess this this applies to phones too. So you guys can actually. Um, have, an inf- have an informed contribution to the discussion. Um, how do you guys feel about digital keyboards? Oh, like on a tablet? Yeah, on a tablet or on on the on a phone. I personally really like them, and I wouldn't want to have on like on my phone. I wouldn't want to have a full size keyboard on my tablet. If I really want to type a lot, I might consider switching. But I've written out several pages in one shot just on this soft keyboard, and I really like it. 
I, I prefer a, a hard uh, uh, traditional keyboard, I guess. But I think it's just more more because I'm used to it. Uh, yeah, I just find it easier to write on. I, I find myself writing down notes or ideas on on the go on my mobile, and it's doable, but it's uh, I find it's much much quicker for me to have a, a full tangible keyboard. Something satisfying about clicking buttons. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, I, I I hear a lot of that. I I'm pretty sure I'm in the minority when it comes to liking soft like digital keyboards, just because then you don't have to carry something else around with you. For me, that's right. Yeah. How about you, Oman? I uh, I've never actually. I don't think I've typed on a digital keyboard that's of optimal size. Because if you're talking about smaller phones, then yeah, great, you got the two fingers or whatever. But I'm, I'm a two-hand typer, so that's it, it. Really impedes my ability to to, uh, to do things quickly. One thing that would be really neat is just, it's kind of like a in between. I remember seeing it on like CSI years ago. Is that is that thing where they're, they're, they're it's just like this little brick almost, and, and a laser shines down on the surface that you're yeah. You're, you're typing on, I guess, and it turns into a keyboard. And I assume that would be really similar, but yeah, if I had something that replicates the, the ideal size, even of the laptop, uh, which I think is slightly smaller than just the traditional purple, I, uh, I I could see myself doing it, like, click, clicking's nice and all, but if I want to click, I'll just buy a novelty typewriter. Sure. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Nick? Um... Not a big fan of digital keyboards that I've seen, uh, for mostly the reasons that were just mentioned. Like, they're usually an awkward size. If I actually want to type out anything of substance, I start hammering it out on a hard keyboard. Okay. Have you tried it? I guess I'll open up this question to everybody after, after you, Nick, but have you tried any of the... There's a Flexi keyboard, there's Minium, there's Swipe. Have you tried any of those alternative keyboards for Android? I haven't actually, but they seem like a good in-between kind of. Yeah, I mean, I I feel the same way. I've tried, I tried swipe. I've tried a couple of other sort of ideas of keyboards that don't require all the buttons, and they seem okay. But I don't know. I like the traditional keyboard. We actually, there's a guy in our lab who like has a Surface Pro, mm-hmm. and one of the little soft keyboards that comes with it. And it he does everything for work on there. So it works for some people anyway. Right. How about you guys? Keegan or Amon, have you guys tried any alternative Android keyboards? I've tried, uh, I've tried Swipe. Like, I, I think I'm using SwiftKey now, but uh, my first... My, my phone came with Swipe by default, and I... Uh, I, I really like it, but but again, it's it's not necessarily to type things like at length. For me, it was again, well, you hate this about me, but it's for text and uh, and for whatever else. But it, it was just kind of nice because I don't know whatever I'm doing, I, I can just do it quickly with one hand, and, and that was fine. But then again, I mean, again, when I'm typing things at length, I like the uh, the idea of using two hands or whatever. And uh, yeah, I mean. It's 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 a nice in between sort of like what uh, what Nick was saying. And uh, before we pass to Keegan, I just want to say one more thing about this, the idea of, of 
digital keyboards. Well, Rob, you know that I deal with like ergonomics at work, and that's a whole other thing in terms of when you're typing something for a long time. Like even me sitting here right now, I mean, it's not the most ergonomic position. So for for digital keyboards, you're typically looking down at an awkward angle. So that's where it's like I kind of like the a separate keyboard for that reason, just to have a nice little distance for things ahead of me and I'm just typing for whatever's going on. Right. That, that, that was just an aside. Yeah. Makes sense. I mean, yeah, it's not necessarily the most comfortable if you're doing it for a long time, but for like 20 minutes or something, I've, I've never yeah. had yeah. How about you, Keegan? Uh, yeah, I have, a, I have a swipe keyboard on my phone, and I find it um, a lot faster than and other ways of, of typing uh, phone. Yeah. But uh, that's, that's about it. I, I still much, like, like I said, I, I much prefer um, a solid keyboard, real keyboard. I have um, I have one of those portable keyboards, the, uh, the Apple ones, like a Bluetooth okay. uh, keyboard. Yeah. And um, it is, it's, it's very lightweight, and so I don't find that it's a pain carry around as long as I'm I have a bag or something like it fits it fits in any kind of bag so as long as I'm carrying other stuff I'll bring it with me sometimes and it just it's nice I can sit around in public and, and type stuff if I'm waiting for a bus or something right yeah I have one of the keyboard cases that sort of flips open and get the keyboard on your lap and the screen propped up uh, the iPad and it it works fairly well but it takes quite a bit like, if I know I'm going to write a lot, I'll bring it with me, but otherwise I just sort of what I have on the, on the screen. Have you guys seen those? Um, There's something that is a key, it like projects a keyboard onto a surface. Have you seen that? <laughs> this it sounds is, really familiar. It does. It's almost like someone mentioned it like three minutes ago. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, we have. Is oh. there something you want to say about it? Uh, it's cool. I I wasn't sure if it was real. Okay, yeah, there there are a lot. There are fake versions. There were there was talk of one of the generations of iPhones coming in with it built in, but that was just some sort of unsubstantiated thing. But it is a real product, like on its own, that projects a keyboard onto a whatever surface. I just think that technology is really cool. Of like having multiple lasers, figuring out where. Like what buttons you're actually pressing when your hands are moving all over the place. I like that technology. I don't know how it works at all, but it's pretty sweet. You have to trust lasers. Yes. I said lasers. How do they work? <laughs> <laughs> so I want to get to uh, Nick. You mentioned the Surface Pro, and that makes me want to talk about the Surface Pro because it's let's talk about the Surface Pro. It's yeah. me. It's intrigued me since it first came out because I had the previous, like the 10 years ago version of it. Uh, it's always really, really intrigued me that Microsoft built their own tablet computer. Um, they've been hitting with Windows 8, they've been hitting uh, touch screens really hard. And the most recent Surface Pro 3 was announced last month. And it seems better than the previous generation to the point that I'm actually considering getting rid of my laptop and my tablet and replacing them both with that. Um, would you guys ever consider replacing a laptop or your main computer with with something that, to start, had 
just like a tablet surface, but attached like a very like a sturdy keyboard and did it well. I don't know if you guys have seen the Surface Pro. That's why I'm describing it, but um, it's very interesting. Like it's got a it's got a built-in kickstand, so you can vary the angle, so you can use it as a regular laptop. Um, and yeah, I just find it really compelling. So I wanted to see what you guys thought about the idea of replace. Like, it is it, it, it not a tablet at all. It just happens to look like one. Like, it uses a full desktop operating system and it uses a full desktop uh, processor. I don't know, Nick. Would you would you ever consider replacing a laptop with something that had a touch screen and could like didn't have to have a keyboard but could if you wanted it? Um. I don't think I could ever give up, like, like the full screen that I'm looking at right now for good. How big is that screen? Uh, that is a great question. Because the, the surface now is 12 inches. Yeah, that's pretty big, isn't it? I don't, like, this is uh, between 13 and 16 anyway. Okay. Something like that. You've you've covered like ninety percent of laptop size screen sizes. <laughs> it's not as big as a seventeen, but you know, uh, no, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't feel like I could just give up the full functionality of like what I have sitting in front of me for something that's you know mostly a touch screen. Okay. I. I have no real justification for that other than I like having all the plugs and stuff in front of me. Yeah, I mean, they have plugs. It, all I'm going to say, you can put Linux on the Surface Pro 3. I can do what? You could. You could put Linux on it. I don't know how good the touchscreen drivers are. even? <laughs> it's like every dream I've ever had come true. You're such a good actor that I can't tell if that's sarcasm or not. <laughs> now that you've mentioned it, I am legitimately curious. I would like to see that. I I don't know. I don't know. I know. I'm curious, too, because I, I have nothing against Linux. Do you want to buy a Surface Pro and then, like, you buy a Surface install Pro. Ubuntu? Yes. I want a dual boot uh, Ubuntu and, and Windows 8. All right. I'm coming to see you. Um... If I leave right now, I can bike in three days, maybe? Okay, I will go to Future Shop, and I will pick it up, and I will see you in three days. <laughs> good, good, good. Get the latest uh, Ubuntu image, too. Yeah. Well, it'll be ready by the time you get here. I have so much time. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I know, right? How about you, Amon? Would you consider it? I know, um, like, even for work, would you consider having, uh, in addition to a computer, uh, having a tablet like the Surface Pro. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I see a lot of uh, benefits using that at work. I mean, like, again, for the, for the most part, I would use a portable device to just create mess around, like things that I don't really need to do. But for work, uh, no, there, there are a lot of times, I mean, I still almost embarrassing how many things are printed when, you know, you go to meetings and things like that, or new versions and new revisions and things like that. So... I would definitely, uh, I would definitely use one for work in addition to my desktop. Because when I'm in my office, I prefer just traditional setup. But uh, no, I, I could definitely see that happening. At home, uh, I have a desktop at home as well. But yeah, at home, I, I mean, 
I'd have to look more into it, but I'm in, I'm more intrigued with this concept than just having the standard tablet. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, and by the way, if CSIS is listening to this, get the Canadian government on Surface Pro. Get them on OneDrive so that in meetings you don't have to hand out agendas. You can just tell people to open up the document because they can have it. That's all I want. Rob, that's not a secure platform, I don't think. OneDrive? Of course it is. It's the Canadian Security Intelligence Service you were talking about. They have, you can't just count on Microsoft. They have a business version <laughs> with very secure encryption. I'm sure it's better than... <laughs> do they? Yes, they do. Do they really? <laughs> I, the fact that I have my work email on my phone and that I can have that without any sort of password on it at all mean, means that anything that OneDrive has is going to be more secure than than that. And so the weakest link is not going to be OneDrive. Weakest link is someone stealing your phone? Yeah. Getting all kinds of state secrets. Oh, no. Robert Crowell. Is the weakest link. <laughs> Not me, my phone. Uh, that's, that's an extension of you. <laughs> uh, okay, the last thing I want to talk about, unless uh, unless you guys have something you wanted to say. I want to know where Keegan is. Well, I want to know where Keegan is too, but I'm going <laughs> to ask. He went to go buy a tablet, I guess. <laughs> um. Is, and this is good, this is bad, because he wanted to talk about this too. He has the playbook. I want to know why so many tablets are horrible and fail completely within, like, six months of trying. Um, you guys, I don't know if you have ever used any of the, or tried or seen any of the Windows, the first Windows 8 tablets that didn't have a complete version of Windows. It could just run Windows apps and the Internet. Uh, or if you've used the playbook, or if you've used like the the hundred dollar Android tablets that you can buy uh, in Future Shop or any other very reputable uh, electronics brand, but I've tried to use all of these tablets, and I've they're they're all just horrible. And I I want to know what you guys think if if there's any if there is a tablet, what a tablet would need for you to want to buy it. Like what kind of uh, prices maybe, and then but like features. What kind of features would you want that would make you excited about having a tablet? I'm start with. Uh, I mean, I'll go into things that make me excited. If you guys want some time to think about it, because there's that I love about a tablet. Okay. That'd probably be good. <clears throat> uh, you can play games on a very very big screen, which is something that I find lovely like Candy Crush, which is loading. Um, you can edit documents. I mean, like, I have Google Drive on here. I have pages on here. Like, uh, I mean, obviously, there's stuff like Facebook and Twitter that very few people actually care about having on a on more than, than just a phone. Um, things like watching videos. Lots of really good apps, not just stuff like YouTube. But there are apps for watching videos that you have uh, on 
on a hard drive somewhere or that you're watching on Netflix, it doesn't just have to be... Um, it doesn't just have to be YouTube. It can be you, like you can literally watch any video, and it's like a hundred times better than watching it on a phone. Nope. You guys, did you guys come up with anything? Is there anything that you would? This is that. Well, maybe repeat the question for the, for the returning Keegan. Sorry, okay. I just got here. <laughs> well, I mean, okay. So Keegan, you hate the playbook. Yes. Oh my God. Um, what would need to change about it? or to be different in another tablet that would make you consider buying another tablet? Yeah, a, bi a big problem with the playbook is that it's very, um, I don't know how to say, it's very limited in terms of what it's compatible with. So there's no there's no native YouTube app, there's no, or sorry, there's native YouTube app, but it's not integrated with other things. Mm -hmm. um, so it's not part of the Android or Apple um, stores. Right. So a lot of kind of third-party apps that don't work very well and they don't integrate with with my my stuff like my Evernote or my Gmail right like that uh, so it's, it's just it's a constant hassle to use um, and it crashes it crashes lots as well yeah I've heard some people talking about how they have it um, like they, they've left it for a month or something without charging it and they'll try to turn it back on, and it's just dead. Like, they plug it back in to charge it, and it just doesn't work anymore. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> I, I haven't used mine in a while, so I have to go check it out. <laughs> it might be gone. So is there anything, Nick or Armand, that would make you consider buying a tablet? I would... Like, the Android operating system is pretty good, in my opinion. If you had something going like that, it would probably be okay. I think what would get me excited more about it was if they had, like, almost an extension of Google Now, I guess. Like, where it just keeps track of what you're interested in, like, recent additions to sites you visited, appointments, things like that. If you could extend that into a tablet as well. I don't know if that happens already, but... It does. There was, like, a more... I don't know, like, tablet -y thing that you could <laughs> include in that. I don't know. Basically, if there was, like, some extra functionality that I could get out of a tablet that I don't have from anything I have already. You don't want, like, a 9.7-inch version of Google Now? It does look nice. That's what I have. Google Now... How about you, Mon? You know, I, I keep thinking about it, but I, like, I, I I don't know what I would need in order to get it. Like I, like I said, I'm I'm happy with the things I have, and like in terms of like, the one thing I can see myself doing a lot of is is you know watching like videos. But I mean, I I have a smart TV, and I'd rather do. That. I mean, you're you're comparing apples to very very large apples. I'm gonna pick very very large apples. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, no, I, I don't know. But I think if I were to buy one, I think uh, one thing that would really be a, a big factor is just sort of the, the ease, ease of use. And, well, uh, in a sense of it's you know, it's, so, it's sort of quick. I, I've heard that some of them, may, maybe the cheaper ones, are almost loaded or as he can refer to it's, it's you know, the third-party things that don't necessarily click all together or, or mesh well. And and that would just be terrible for me because the one thing I really like about really my phone, for example, is that, you know, 
it does exactly what I expect it to when I expect it to do it. So, so if if there is, I don't know, what you're saying with the playbook is that if there's little glitches here and there, it's like, you know, I'm already wasting my time because it's supposed to be, to me, a phone and, and, and a tablet it's supposed to be like a seamless device. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I have no tangible things to really say to, to contribute to that side of things, but in, in terms of actually buying it, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's, I'm I'm happy doing with what I'm doing what I'm doing right now. Okay. I I have another idea, by the way. If I could get out of poverty, I would probably get a tablet. <laughs> just for the sake of it's just like if I if sorry? Just for the sake of buying something? I don't know. If all of a sudden I came into an obscene amount of money, I would probably be like Yeah, I can see spending this amount of money on a tablet now. Right. So grad school and tablets don't get along. Well, they do for some, but they're buying tablets instead of a laptop. Exactly, yeah. Okay, I get that. I also, like, there's a lot of plotting software and stuff like that that I do on here that I couldn't do with a tablet, I don't think. I think, uh, I think you should look again, because there's a lot that you can do with a tablet now. If you're interested. I mean, I'm not going to try to convince you to buy a tablet or anything. I don't know. If there was plotting software that worked well on a tablet and I could use it instead of Origin, I would probably be easily convinced. Okay. I don't I'm like not Origin. Sure. I'm not sure there is specifically for plotting software, but um, I'm sure there's something, but I doubt that it would it would necessarily work as well as the software you're using now. Unless unless uh, unless they made a tablet version of it, of course. Right. I actually thought, or I have been thinking about buying an iPad, specifically because there's a game I play on, uh, it's like the new um, World of Warcraft game, but it's like a card game, like an online card game. Okay. It's free, and they have it on iPad now, and so it would be a way for me to play it without turning my desktop on all the time. But I think that's more just because I like, get really into games yeah. really intensely. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I, I do the same thing. Whenever there's a game, I'll play it really, like, every waking hour for a couple weeks and then wait until something new. Like, I won't play it again, and I won't play any other games until something new comes along, and then there's another two-week stretch where I'm playing it all the time. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if you guys have anything else to say about tablets, but I think we can close it out here. I, I feel like we've I, we got through everything I wanted to say. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Good. So I look forward to talking to you all within the next week and seeing that you've purchased your tablet. <laughs> Especially Keegan. <laughs> yeah. I'll take donations, Rob. <laughs> okay, sounds good. And Nick, I'll see you in three days and we'll we'll play with the, the awesome. onto Windows tablet. Hope so, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well enjoy the rest of your weekend guys and uh, thanks for watching everybody. Bye. Toodaloo.